0: This is a podcast by The Business Times.
1: Welcome to Podcasts by The Business Times. I'm your host, Chris Lin. You know, we talk about investing a lot on BT Podcasts, which means we've discussed equities. But in this episode, we're going to focus on small cap stocks in particular, what they are, why you should consider them, and how to go about investing in them. Helping me tackle this topic is my guest, Jarek Seat head of small mid-caps research at RHB Singapore. Welcome to the show, Jarek.
0: Hi, thanks for inviting me to the show. Glad to be here.
1: So Jarek, what exactly are small cap stocks? What's the cap? You know, what's small cap, what's mid, what's big? What's the difference?
0: Okay, so for us, small cap stocks are actually less well-known and normally have a market cap of about 1.5 billion US dollars for us. And for mid-cap, for us, it's about below 2.5 billion USD and the rest above that is all large cap stocks.
1: And with the cap stands for capitalization, right? We're talking about the size of the companies. Yes, you're right. Okay. And why should investors focus on small cap stocks versus large caps?
0: We do think that, you know, for small cap stocks with the right fundamentals, who are actually less well-known, typically generate much higher returns than large cap stocks, amid at a higher risk, which can be lowered through proper research and due diligence. Over the years, we have seen many good quality Sparmy Cap stocks in Singapore and they have actually outperformed the large caps on multiple occasions if selected correctly. So we do think that, you know, there's good returns in the small Cap space and the returns will typically be better than in the large cap space because of its scarcity and when it's less well-known and the knowledge discovery is not there yet.
1: See, okay. You know, in May 2021, RHB launched its annual regional RHB Top Small Cap Companies Jewels 2021 book. Well, that's a long title. But basically, this is a book that spotlights the top small cap companies, you know, and features small cap stocks, are uh, stock ideas with undiscovered potential for investors to consider amid COVID-19 and the new normal. So I was wondering, you do you have any key small cap stock themes identified in this book that you can share with our listeners?
0: Yeah, sure. So basically this year, consumer and tech mix up close to about 60% of the book, followed by REITs and property, which is 25% of the book, and then oil and gas and resources, which is about 15% of the book. Overall, we are actually bullish on mainly two teams. The first team would be on the tech or semiconductor sector because we think that, you know, the capex into the semiconductor space will remain very high with the shortage of chips and the chip independence tussle between China and the US. Some of these names which are beneficiaries of these growth trends are like Franken and Multicam in the book. You know, another key theme that we are actually bullish on would be the recovery play, where we target stocks who will likely benefit as the world recovers from COVID-19. You know, we expect stocks in the consumer, tourism, transport and recruitment space to fare better. Examples of these are like your HRNet, SPS Transit, Shraco and Food Empire.
1: Let's talk about tech stocks. So actually, I mean, this may be obvious to some of our more experienced investors, but when we're talking about tech stocks. We're talking about smaller tech stocks you can buy in Singapore. We're not talking about the FANGs, the big, some would say overvalued international US-based tech stocks where there's fear of overvaluation. We're talking really specifically about small cap stocks, which is why fears of overvaluation are not there. Am I correct?
0: Yes, you're right. So basically, we're talking about more of the smaller mid-caps ones listed in Singapore SGX, No, not your Googles, uh, Facebook, and so on, like you mentioned above because we do think that these stocks are mostly likely fairly valued and investors, as a retail investor, you're not likely to have an edge as compared to the insti ones.
1: Okay, whereas when we're looking at small cap stocks and if you look at the themes and, and you are savvy, there's a chance to get an edge then. Where does this edge come from though?
0: Basically, I would think that you know, for small cap stocks, basically they are less researched on, less discovered by many because typically they are smaller. So larger funds, you know, like institutional funds who are larger, who can't invest in all these smaller cap stocks because of its market cap, liquidity and so on. So less research is done on this space and less value is known to the public. So if you actually can do your work and, you know, actually find value in this space, you have a head start in investing at a cheaper price in terms of the valuations. And then when the company delivers or eventually hits your target, and then the market will likely re-rate it as they deliver good results or hit their targets that they promise to investors, for example, or the management is aiming. And then you have value creation, and then you have price recognition. And then you can get your upside as compared to your institutional investors.
1: If you like what you're hearing so far, please subscribe to BT Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and like us and give us a rating. And now back to our conversation with Jarek Seat, Head of Small Mid-Caps Research at RHB Singapore. We're talking about small cap stocks. This episode is brought to you by RHB Singapore. Now, before the break, Jared told our listeners what small cap stocks are versus large capitalization stocks and why there may be opportunities among small cap stocks, especially when we're talking specifically about small cap stocks listed in Singapore on SGX. And we mentioned one theme, that's the tech theme. I'd like to move on to the second theme, which is one of the themes spotlighted in the first half, which is recovery. So when we talk about recovery theme stocks, Jarek, what are we talking about? How do you spot them and how do you act on them?
0: Okay, so basically recovery theme is something that we think that businesses who will recover once the world recovers from COVID-19. So there's a few sectors in this space, which is consumer, your tourism stocks, transport, you know, like your SPS transit, comfort grow and so on as well as recruitment because more jobs, as the economy fares better, more jobs are created and likely there'll be increased activity in this space. So for us, we actually like consumer recovery play a lot because we do think that, you know, once, for example, the world recovers from COVID-19, basically people like you and me, consumers will start to spend more on products that we couldn't really get or we actually reduced during the lockdown or during COVID-19. Another concept is on tourism. I, we do think that, you know, likely when the world is free of COVID-19 or fully vaccinated, global tourism will likely recover. So airlines and cinemas as well as concerts could all come back. So companies in this space will likely benefit from this play.
1: Okay, though it takes some courage, some foresight, and some planning to take advantage of this because some of these stocks may be rather depressed right now. Prices could be down and you would take some planning or some insight to identify them and jump in before the recovery hits, right? So what's a step-by-step roadmap for retail investors to act on all these themes, such as evaluating, identifying themes, and then investing in them? What's the roadmap?
0: To break it down into simple terms, basically step one, investors can start by evaluating the teams in play, or focus on the team that they are bullish on, and then they can actually work down the list to see that which stocks, which business is related to these teams, and how are they beneficiaries of these teams. For example, if it's a semi-recovery play, then they can look at companies who has you know semiconductor revenue from their annual report, and then they can actually see which company will likely benefit more, and who are the customers that are in of these companies. So for example, for the Semicon chain, you can look at, for example, Franken. They do have a Semicon segment which has been growing 50% to 100% year on year since last year. And as a result, they are likely a beneficiary of the Semicon boom. And you can also look at, for example, like UMS, whose major client is Applied Materials. And, you know, you can just source it from there. And next, for step two, you can then look at financials and the track record of this company and also management through platforms like Bloomberg, SGX as well. And, you know, recently there's a many new trading platforms like Moomoo who actually gives you quite comprehensive information on the stock itself. And then for step 3, you can apply a screening process on certain ratios like for example P ratio, dividend yield, ROEs and so on, which will help you determine how cheap or how expensive a stock is. And you also can look at their peers to compare against, which will give you a quite a good reference point on how much these stocks are trading at and whether one is overvalued or undervalued and why. And then step 4, you can check through your, their past announcements on SGX as well as their annual reports on whether the management in place have actually executed and delivered their plans as mentioned in the previous press releases or annual reports. And last but not least, which is step 5. Once all this ticks the boxes above, then liquidity as well as your position sizing in the stock will have to be adjusted accordingly. As one key issue investors face in the small cap space is that you know, liquidity often dries up for these stocks when the market undergoes a correction or a downturn. So basically, this is the five steps that we normally take or I would recommend an investor to take when they to look at certain stocks to invest in.
1: There you have it, listeners. The five-step roadmap for retail investors to act on identifying, you know, pick a theme and then doing your research and then actually investing in small-cap stocks. Thank you for being on the show, Jarek.
0: Uh, Glad to be here once again. Thank you so much.
1: So we've been discussing small-cap stocks, what they are, why you should consider them and how to go about investing in them with my guest, Jarek Seat, head of small mid-caps research at RHB Singapore. This episode was brought to you by RHB Singapore. And that's a wrap for this podcast by the Business Times. But don't forget to subscribe to BT Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify, and like us and give us a rating.
0: That was an SBH podcast by The Business Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcastsbh.com.sg. At you can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.